Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh. We'll be chatting about September 18th through the 24th, 2020. A week from Halloween, sort of. Well, no, you know what I mean. October is Halloween. Oh, you mean hollow month Month-o-ween. Month-o-ween. All month-o's eve. <laughs> that, that sucked. Just taking my hoodie off. It's not weird. What happens when I come in here from a bus and you guys are all doing your thing and then I'm like, what's going on? Where, what day is this? Where am I? And where were you? You were at a socially distant retirement party? Yeah, my manager was retiring. And uh, so we like, well, I was working from home today. Uh, so I went in, which is, was kind of weird. And I, I asked like one of the other managers, I was like, so is it kind of a day off after? Because it's like, you know, it was at Three Brewers. So I'm like, they make beer. Like, we're probably going to have a beer. Not that I did, of course, but... And so I was just like, you know, we're not going to go back to work for an hour afterwards. So I didn't. So, so I'm here. But yeah, it was, it was nice. It was just like kind of, it was a bit sad because like, obviously there weren't that many of us because of fears and whatnot and yeah, just yeah. various things. But she seemed like she had a good time. I mean, we, we made her like a little photo book of various memories over the years. And by, by we, I mean, someone else did it. and I gave them money, but <laughs> so I was involved. God, I had a big burger and then they brought out a giant cake afterwards. And I'm like, oh. For five people to have, <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, oh, I ate your burger. Oh, God, yeah. I figured, it was only in there for five minutes. He's already eaten it. That's the thing. I was like, maybe I shouldn't have a beef burger sitting in my bag during this podcast. So, And I do have a, a slice of cake, but I have to give that to my wife. I'm sorry. But it was good. It was a good cake, good burger. I'm not usually the biggest Three Brewers fan of, like, their beers I find are, are fine. But, you know, it's not. It's always someone else's choice to go there. So it's like, it was, it was, I'm not going to be the one guy who's like, I'm not doing this. Wait, was it free? It's no, always, of course not. It's always oh. someone else's choice. See, if it was, if it was That's free. If it was free, I would have loved it. But no, it's things stop being free once you're like, I don't know, 19 or whatever. I'm not sure. <laughs> you tried ordering off the kids menu and they're like, sir. I even made that joke. Nice try. Because like, like, you can see the shirt I'm wearing. I'm, I'm wearing this silly like French English shirt with four cats that says un de trois chat or no cat. And so I wore it for my French manager because I thought it'd be funny. But then I sent the picture to another coworker who was going and she was in a dress. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to look like this little boy that came along with his parents. Everyone else is in top hats and tails. Yeah, and it was. Well, well this, this little boy with a pituitary problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have lots of problems. I don't know if pituitary is one, but I mean, it's, it's possible. But uh, yeah, she liked the shirt. That's all that mattered. And no one I didn't look that out of place. And it really was not busy there. It, honestly, that's the first sit down restaurant I've been to this year, probably. Like, I don't and think... Maybe the last. Could be. Well, and that's the other thing now. I'm like, I'm, I'm getting all scared because I thought we wouldn't even get to have the party at all because, like, now everyone's just like, oh, what's going on? Oh, maybe things are going Well, it's crazy. weird now because, like, as we speak, I didn't look at the news the last hour, <laughs> so there may have been another big update, but... God. God, it's so hard not to be just stressed out and glass half empty all the time, but... We might be closed down again next week. Who knows? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Or like is it that or are they just lowering the... Well, if they go any lower, yeah. if they go, you could have 10 people per screening. <laughs> What's like, the point? Yeah. Well, unless you charge, like you said before, like 30 bucks a ticket <laughs> yeah. or something crazy. It's almost not worth fretting about at the moment. Yeah. And if it goes down, I'm not one of those naysayers who's like going to get angry at the powers that be. Like it's happening for a reason. Like yeah. it, it's happening to help protect people and the hospitals. I read one thing that people are angry tweeting. I had to wait in line a long time. And then a nurse is like, we're on like quadruple shifts and it's not easy for anybody. So if you're waiting in line for a long time, it's not because people are slacking off on the job. Like it's just because there's not enough human beings to help out. So theoretically closing everybody back down for a little while, like who knows? It's crazy because like I saw 
some talk show, Colbert, somebody was on, Ewan McGregor, and said he was like halfway through filming a TV show, and like everybody else in the world was like, oh, this will be a couple weeks, a month, yeah. and then now half a year later we're still in the trenches of this thing not just any tv show either i mean yeah unless so, you're not talking about the obi-wan one i didn't even think about that but i'm assuming he was talking about obi-wan yeah unless he's doing another thing but he could when you listen to this a couple days later oh, from God. when we record it there may be more updates but we're kind of just it's like that old adage of if you're going through hell just keep going yeah yeah so yeah. we're just kind of soldiering along like lee just sent me next next week's schedule okay so we're it's like cautious optimism yeah like we're just but who knows maybe it'll be some minimal thing this time you don't want to triple jinx ourselves of like maybe this will be like okay everybody go home for real this time for two weeks and let's yeah. see what happens then but no who knows it's impossible to know and like there's always like there's been a few scares at my work but like nothing that's actually been a thing just being really cautious you yeah. know and which i've been as well you know i'm just like if there's any fear at all or anything going on like i just isolate i mean i'm mostly i'm happy at home anyways so i'm not really gonna complain <laughs> yeah i was never sitting at home depressed in that manner you know <laughs> i'm an indoor kid so i can just stay at home reading comic books all day and be awesome it's just the matter of the logistics of a business rolling along yeah i still so heartily believe in the mayfair like i've heard won't go into details of just like but other businesses of like god say, say we're like okay october we're done again yeah. Let, let's try That's november what I'm about. we can't lose october oh like, my god take any other month but not october <laughs> can we stay up over october close for november yeah come back <laughs> let's like talk to the coronavirus directly maybe <laughs> we'll just push everything right november will be october it'll be like christmas in july it'll be like it's halloween in november <laughs> i'd be down with that i still mostly do that anyways so but some other businesses whether it's angry threats whether it's just fear without pure looking at the business model or whatever are like that's it if we close again we're done i don't think the mayfair's there i think there's still so many things like i'm gonna start looking into more like heritage building grants yeah you know other things that we've already been helped with a number of things and i think if we go into lockdown again on monday yeah i'm sure jt will be out there at his prime minister podium going okay here yeah. we go again <laughs> like, not, not justin timberlake <laughs> jt both <laughs> if we can get him involved we might yeah. be okay yeah, I was wondering if, like, has there been any families or, or like, bubbles that have been asking about private rentals? Because, like, well, would see, that we've be had, okay? We have had private rentals, but they have been A+. Staying away from each other, wearing their masks, bringing in their own hand sanitizer the whole bit. Yeah. And, like, staying under the rules, like, 20 people or something like that. Mm -hmm. What's good about that, from a business point of view, not great for our staff, but it does save us a couple bucks. Because both of them, just as fate had it, I came in turn on the popcorn machine, get the projector ready, mm -hmm. sell 10 bags of popcorn, press play on the movie. Put the DCP in the popcorn machine. You're yeah. Like, oh, God, I don't remember what how to do this. What have I done? In the before times, we would have rentals where it would be three school buses full of children, Man. where very wise on their end, it would be like three daycare centers mm -hmm. pooling their money. So it was very reasonable for them. And I think each parent just gave 10 bucks or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we'd watch a movie. In that case, you, you need a couple people on hand because you're yeah. selling a lot of candy Kid and everything like that. And it's funny because I believe one of the things we're talking about is like, it's, it's the things they're going to be like, everybody stop going to nightclubs, which is just, oh, yeah. Like, they shouldn't have started going to oh nightclubs. Oh my God, like, I can't believe it. And then traditional like big weddings 
And sadly, the other end of the coin, or the other side of the coin, funerals. But I think they're talking about a funeral that has like 100 people in it. So we have a wedding coming up this weekend. But again, they're all following the rules Mm -hmm. and like they've limited it. So it's like 30 people where their original plan was it was going to be a packed house. They're just doing a little wedding and they're excited about it. And we're changing the marquee and doing little things like that. But it's not going to be... 150 people man and they're really trying to get it under the wire like with everything that's happening now too oh, i'm just sure like, just yeah please let us get married just please i'm supposed to go to a, my oh, brother's yeah. wedding like october 2nd october right? 2nd that's my dad's birthday too not that that that's why he picked that day but it's an, and it's supposed to be an outdoor wedding right okay so that, with that, like that's 30 better. people but is i mean the bride have family coming from far away or is it more local no, not the state i think it's I just local people see that's the biggest thing Jeez. is like if you had planned a wedding in the before times, like Gwen and I, our wedding wasn't too crazy, but like she had a bunch of family coming from Halifax. Mm-hmm. Besides that, it was mostly local, kind of people coming from Montreal, Quebec kind of thing. But sometimes weddings are like, we got people flying in from England. And so it's, it's so many plans mm-hmm. changed. Mm-hmm. So for a wedding now, if all of a sudden they get really hard, which I would not be opposed to, and they're just like, sorry, everybody, because... Yeah. If I was Commissioner Gordon, <laughs> as far as I understand how these things work... You always think you are anyway, but... <laughs> I Man, I would just be getting people giving out tickets left, right, and center. Because for all the businesses that I've visited that are just completely following the rules and everybody feels safe and everything's cool... Mm-hmm. Like, if someone walked into House of Targ or the Mayfair or Black Squirrel Books, nobody would be getting a ticket. They wouldn't be walking into Mayfair and being like, you've got 300 people in here. Yeah. We're all following the rules. But I bike by some bars and stuff. And a friend of mine, I think he was just either running errands or visiting a friend near the market. And they happened to pass through the market. And he said it blew his mind. It was just packed with people, no masks, all this kind of stuff. And you think if you were giving out bylaw tickets, you could just walk by one of those places and be like, you get a ticket, you get a ticket, you get a ticket. You get a ticket. Yeah. Look under your seat. That's not good. It makes you wonder, like, you know, I don't want to suggest there's any, like, backdoor politics going on or whatever, but it's like, how's that still happening? Oh, I know. It's not like people don't notice. Well, like, we've never had somebody poke their head in. We've had, back in the day, every once in a while someone poke their head in, because we don't have a true liquor license, but we have events every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And I know I was here once where someone just came in and checked and made sure we had everything and everything was good, or we had someone come in... Just like health and safety. Like, oh, yeah, your sinks are good. Yep, this is good. That's good. We've never had anything near that in these modern times we're in. Yeah. It's strange. Maybe that's the irony is that they're working from home as well. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I can't even come to check if you're doing it right. Like, well, that seems problematic. Yeah, like, this doesn't, yeah, you're telling the truth, right? And you're like, no, yeah, it's for sure. Got a backdrop of just like a beautiful, (laughs) oh, God. (laughs) See, there's no one here. Yeah, Yeah. clearly. This looks like it was the Mayfair from the 30s, but okay, I trust your picture. I'm on the bridge of the 60s Star Trek Enterprise. (laughs) Man, if we could do that. Maybe, like, because I was almost wondering, you know, like, if there was like another quote unquote lockdown, like, would there be any sort of wiggle room to still be able to have a private rental for a bubbled family, even though I know technically that? Well, it depends, right? It's like you Andrew know. said, but it's like, who knows? Like, say they come back and be like, now businesses can have 10 people in. Yeah. Then I guess theoretically, we could still have a rental in for 10 people. But the problem is we'd still have to charge kind of a normal, like, exactly, yeah. four or $500 fee. So they'd have to be okay with the price. Yeah. Like, almost like doing, relying on that kind of almost makes more sense than playing regular movies. Because it's like, yeah, you might, you'll probably get 10. But yeah. like you said, I mean... <laughs> Well, someone just asked the other day, every once in a while we'll get requests, and the answer is always kind of the same of, 
thanks for the request and mm-hmm. it's been asked for before and maybe yeah. it'll come back or maybe it won't. So this person asked for Clue and I seem to recall Clue just isn't available, I think, for some whatever reason. They wanted it for their birthday. They were hoping it could for October. Were they all going to dress up like the characters? Because that would have been great. Well, I said, just to put it out there, you can rent the cinema. And if you have enough people, like our lowest fee for like a matinee is 400 plus tax. Mm-hmm. So if you happen to have a big party, if you have 30 people, if you have 20 people and everyone brings a plus one, that's 40 people. You're still under yeah. the thing. Or you have rich friends. you know. Yeah. <laughs> everyone throwing 20 bucks and that's not too bad. So we've actually had that a couple times of people doing that. And then the good thing there is it's completely above board, but the red tape is a public exhibition where you advertise and sell tickets. Mm-hmm. Then you got to pay a distributor fee, a private exhibition where you're not advertising, not on yeah. social media, not selling tickets. That's really no different than watching at home. So you bring your Blu-ray and you can watch whatever. And that's why I always encourage when someone's doing a birthday party, inevitably kids want to watch Minions or Frozen for the hundredth time. But I'm like, oh, wow, you can watch yeah. Jungle Book or 101 Dalmatians. Kids, don't or... you want to watch Clue? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. can watch Clue. Yeah, killing me. So we'll see. It's one of those things where you want to plan for the future, but at the same time, right now, there's no more time than ever of like, you really, for us, just got to live in the moment and hope for the best. Yeah, day to day. Because like as we speak, there's three people watching the matinee. Yeah. And again, I'm not someone who's blaming the media or mad at the government. People are scared to come out for a reason. And it's, yeah. it's a good thing if people are staying at home and if that makes them feel comfortable. But our numbers went down. Like So it's Wednesday now. Monday and Tuesday were our two slowest days since coming back. Okay. Whereas the week before, we had some gangbuster days, some days with numbers akin to the good old days because say if you have a day where we had 30 30 40 and everybody bought a popcorn mm-hmm. and one check came in for a advertising fee for our slideshow it was great that was like a really good day and then it was monday oh my god it was like our end of day total was a couple hundred bucks like not enough to pay for the two staff members on hand <laughs> like andrew we can't pay Sorry, you. Andrew. <laughs> even though you already worked we can't pay you. there's a couple of free passes yeah, yeah. you can live in the heller if that helps you out. you can take the remainder 50 bucks from your fee oh, in popcorn yeah. just take as much as you want it's like it seemed good at the time but uh you can't have 10 people over to his house so we tricked him he took 20 free tickets oh man that's good to- and then you closed down you're like sorry andrew sorry andrew we're closed <laughs> for a month Obviously, we are all people who are making jest of the situation. Yeah, it's but good it's that just, we can laugh, I guess. It's all you can do. That's what I just have in my head. Like, say if the powers that be come out tomorrow and be like, okay, October, we're back. Oh, like, October, everybody stay home. Grocery stores are open, but we're closing down everything else. Uh, you're making me sad. Oh, I know. It's really know. just the October <laughs> thing, too, which is... <laughs> and it's so September. crazy because when we came back on July 15th, that was after... Holy cow. Like Four months? Yeah, after four months. Man. So we've been back for two months. When we came back two months ago, I just had this thing of like, I didn't think it was going to be easy, but I thought everything going forward was going to be positive. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be, everybody's going to be wearing their masks and yeah. there's going to be no trouble. And maybe the next Which step- Which I'm seeing for the most part. Oh yeah. Right? yeah. Like, and that's the problem too, is like so many people, good. Who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I'm thinking. Like, who and are these people like, like not following the rules? Everything's positive now, but it's positive test results, which is a problem. So yeah. <laughs> it's not that good. And like yesterday was slow, slow. And then for today's standards, a very good turnout for Bill and Ted. Everyone who came out, I'm so proud of the nerds, our cinema nerds. Nerd, nerd. <laughs> because I'm proud to be them. 
so many people just had nice things to say. Oh, no, sorry. It wasn't Bill and Ted. It was Bruce Lee last night. It was Game oh, of okay. Death. Oh, really? It was a good turnout? It was a good turnout. Because uh, it was really cause... slow. Monday night I was here. It was really slow. Yeah. It was because so... of the cardboard thing Andrew hyped up. Oh, yeah. They all well, had to come I, I was hoping that would bring people out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It worked. Come see cardboard Bruce Lee. <laughs> but one young lady who was so pleasant and nice, she had on shoes like yellow and black shoes oh i'm assuming homemade not like running shoes but like i think they had like a little heel on them they were so cool so she was awesome yeah then there was another guy who had never been here before who was just asking about the place and was like i'll be coming back and we sold something crazy like eight memberships at that game of death wow and there was a number of small groups but of like you could tell it was like small groups of friends coming of four or five people and again but you can just see it everybody being good and kind of like taking a step back when somebody Mm -hmm. else walks in and kind of staying away from each other and so stuff like that just kind of reassures your faith in humanity on a small scale and one guy because the first two shows were so dead rain and i were joking that we should do that used car thing and I'd stand outside with, like, an arrow. Dressed as a monkey or yeah. as an ape. Like Andrew would be dressed as a big bag of popcorn. And then, oh, so I went out just to put some flyers out because that's one of the cost-saving things we're doing. And it's also a, an environmentally nice thing. Instead of getting 500 flyers, of which 30 get taken seemingly nowadays, even before I was noticing it, we were just printing them up in-house now. Print up 20, put them out, save a bit of money, and don't have a giant stack of paper to recycle. Yeah. So I was doing that, and a guy walked by and was asking about Game of Death, and he goes, "Is it good?" And I goes, and "I was like, well, it's not good, but it's, it's, it's." But I was like, "It's so much fun, and it's so bonkers." So if you're into that kind of thing, it's just bizarre and kind of this real historical, weird cult movie. Mm-hmm. And he came back and brought friends. Wow! And and it was just it was around like eight fifteen. I caught him outside. And so when he came back, he was the first one in before the little rush of 30 people happened. Yeah. And I went in and to Raina, who was behind the candy bar, and I went, this is the guy who came in because of our outside advertising. <laughs> and your description, of course. Yes. But so there is that glass half full of people buying memberships, people following the rules, people making use of all the exits inside, people cleaning up after themselves, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. We have had a couple of bad apples over these two months, but really a couple, like yeah. two out of everybody. And we had noticed before this kind of stuff happened in the news, seniors saying, oh, this is my first time back. I need to renew my membership. That had been happening a lot. So that was going to hopefully upswing our grown-up movies that we show in the matinees and the 6.30 shows. So we'll see. We'll see what happens now. Yeah. And that's a nice investment in the theater, even if, you know, even if they don't come back for the rest of the year, you know. Oh, yeah. It's still nice that they're at least, they care enough to put that in. And the thing that just hit us with a productive day yesterday is we sold another couch for 450 oh, wow. bucks. Damn. So Yeah, we sell couches on the side. Yeah, we yeah, sell couches. I'm like, you guys really are in trouble, right? <laughs> the dining set, too. and like, <laughs> in, the, in the alleyway. <laughs> it's like, go see Andrew in the alleyway. He's like, here's your couch. For outsiders who don't understand that. a trampoline, that. too. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, the trampoline's free. Okay, I, I we, can afford that. We were selling off, or still are selling off names. The seats are all sold out. I think now we have, we might be down to one couch. I got to kind of update a couple things. Mm. And the projector and the piano, just name tagging everything. Right. And it was just a lovely thing. We sold off a ton. And so now we have a plaque in the cinema that I've sold a couple more. So it just takes forever. But in the midst of updating everything, I just got to find the time to come in one day, like two or three hours early. And I'm just going to like install everything. We made a couple baby steps of getting all the nameplates in place. But yeah, we sold a couch for 450 yeah. So that 
along with our Bill and Ted day, made it like, oh, that's a, not a horrible day. Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, and I keep on telling people like who want to support the cinema, I'm like, if you have the money to spare, buy a plaque for our nameplate. It's fun. You get your name here. If not that, just come to the cinema or whenever we're open, get ready to come back and buy lots of popcorn. Yeah. Like, that's really it. I would have loved to be able to afford to buy the couch, but I was like, at least like my seat can see the couch. So it's yeah. like, I pretend that I also have the couch, <laughs> even though I'm not actually there. But still, like whoever that was, huge solid. I, oh, I, it really is. And we also got a big check last week or two weeks ago from some one of the distributors who we were doing that Mayfair virtual cinema with. Oh, nice. Which maybe we'll be back to that. Who knows? So people who who supported that or were curious about, yeah, that totally helped. Like <laughs> we got this big check and that helped pay the bills for a bit for this month. And, and I think we might have another one coming from another distributor. So anyhow, so all these little things are so nice when yeah. they just come in and you're like, Oh, yeah, we were getting money for that. And that publisher's clearinghouse check. <laughs> oh, it's going to happen. <laughs> it's coming soon. We really need that. I always think... It's going to be one of those big ones. Yeah, I don't care. The big check. <laughs> a good friend of mine, her favorite movie is Empire Records. Oh, nice. And we watched it here once for her birthday years ago. And Rex Manning Day. Rex Manning Day. <laughs> one of the plots, or the, the instigating plot of that movie is a dummy goes and gambles all the money for this store that's in danger. And I always think that of like... We'll take that money we got from the distributor yeah. and go to the casino and Let haul. Let it roll. Go to haul, yeah. Put it on black. Yeah. Oh, we lost it all. Who do we trust the most <laughs> to be a good gambler? It's like, it shouldn't be me. I'll blow it. Like, maybe Andrew is like really good at blackjack. I don't know. <laughs> we need this. But yeah, I always think it back in the before times, there'd be days where after Rocky Horror or something, back before we had credit card and events.com as advanced tickets and non-money paying tickets, you'd have a giant stack of money. That's changed forever now because even if we were in better times, it seems like, say if it's like 25% of the people are using events.com, 50% to 60% are using credit card and debit card. Yeah. It's a very small percentage left using money. And I think that might not ever go back. Like this may be the first big step of paper money going extinct for real yeah. reminds me of when the atm guy was like no no you don't want debit <laughs> yeah. machines nobody wants debit machines you're like wait a minute you seem biased lee told the guy and the guy was like are, are you sure i don't think that's a good idea people <laughs> like atms yeah he's like got one of the old rotary phones he's calling him from <laughs> yeah. he's like I, i'm pretty sure these are still tops oh so i hear you don't like the old time bikes <laughs> yeah he's gonna send uh, his goons <laughs> Sorry, ATM guy. You're, you're great. <laughs> we bear you know ill will, ATM I, I was guy. wondering about that, though, because it's like, kind of have to like wipe it down after people use well, it. Well, all too. the cobwebs on it. We gotta well, that too. Yeah, like, oh, man. ATM guy's really taking it today. Well, that's the difference, too, is... The big tumbleweave in front yeah. of it. <laughs> this is great material. Two or three years ago, before we had the little machine in the candy bar and the box office for tap, before we had advanced tickets as we have now... It was really different. Like, it was so different. It was it was going to the bank every day or two to get rolls of toonies and $5 bills. Mm-hmm. It was going to the bank because we had to deposit a bunch of money, where now all that money is just virtual. All that money is credit card thing or events.com thing. So that money's still coming to us, but we're not carrying it somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting how much it has changed in such a short period of time. Just thinking of a wonderful future land, say a, a year from now where we're just back to normal. I think people are going to be more, I don't know, germaphobe about money. Little things that we do now, like using tongs to give people straws. I don't think we're ever going back from that. Like, I think that's just going to stay forever. It's those next steps of even in a nice world, it's going to be very interesting if in a generation just money's gone. (laughs) It was jarring to take the like 
three block walk with 10 grand in your bag oh like my God. after like rocky horror days where you're just like yeah. okay i know i'm not gonna get jumped and no one knows that i have a big stack of cash in my bag but I, yeah this is like pretty wild don't get mugged don't get mugged yeah that or i'm like ah maybe i'm just gonna cut and run and i just <laughs> gave up my like whole life psycho, right now you for... just you got in the car drove to the bates motel <laughs> yeah yeah i'm like okay if i can take this to the casino if i can triple it and they'll never know i took the money just with that booming music in that scene where she's that seems like a 15 minute scene where she's driving just yeah. facing the camera and the music's just going like dun, 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 like and you're like yeah, yeah. so good which Something makes me stressful. think of that Buster Rhymes give me some more track that sampled that part oh <laughs> I yeah think, I remember that yeah and I always think of that and I'm just like what would Bernard Herman think of Buster Rhymes I love that Bernard Herman this is the first movie we talked about in 27 <laughs> minutes I meant to <laughs> that but that thing it's kind of like I say about Duel of the Fates from Phantom Menace. Like, you take Duel of the Fates and put it behind anything you're doing. Yeah. And it's just, you become a hero. You know, yeah. like you're doing dishes or walking to work. Like the Avengers theme, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and same with anything, like Bernard Herman Psycho. Like, you're just like, everything's stressful all of a sudden. Yeah. It's true. It really gets to you. So that's our token movie we're talking about. Yeah. Bye, everybody. I did talk. Which we're not showing. I, no. I watched Flight of the Navigator. That's something. That's a movie. Well, yeah. hey, let's talk about our movies. We, okay. we don't got much time. Flight of the Navigator and Clue? So September 18th through the 24th, we have two Ottawa premieres, our two grown-up movies, mm. Hope Gap with Annette Bening, oh, oh, four-time Oscar nominee. Man, she's got to get one of those oh, one of man. these days. And Bill Nye, the talented actor, not the science guy. Oh, Bill Nye? No, it's Bill Nye. It's he Nighy. told me. But it's like it looks like it should be Nye? Yeah, I saw okay. him on a video interview, and he said, no, it's, and he said, it's, it's Bill Nye. It's Josh, actually. Yeah, <laughs> but he, very British of him, he was just like... But I don't really mind if whatever people say, but this is a drama that looks like it has some comedy in it, but it's about a couple who have been together for decades who split up. That's, Wait a minute. Yeah. Haven't we, haven't we played this movie a hundred times? I think we played this movie. <laughs> much like the genre of the British blue collar fight the power movie, yes. there is a longstanding drama with a heavy subject with yeah. comedic overtones with a strong female lead. There was one last year called Gloria with julianne moore that i loved and it was the same thing like somebody going through like a crisis in her life yeah. and but so that's yeah, that john lithgow one where he yeah. had a heart attack and i don't remember nobody yeah, remembers yeah. the name of it anyway harry and the hendersons yes yeah, i think harry that was the hendersons <laughs> fairly sure so hope gap is our one auto premiere the other one is a canadian film called the rest of us and it is starring heather graham yes oh, really heather graham roller girl roller girl i see man I like her a lot, and there's a lot of good reviews about this. I believe what this is, is not to besmirch this type of cinema, but many Canadian films, they get one Hollywood kind of star, not necessarily like a big A-list star, and that's just business. That just helps. Like, it's a name on the poster. But it's not a bad thing all the time, because often it gets like a really good actor into this kind of Canadian film, and the other 93% of the movie is Canadian. But this is... Funnily enough, another film, I think, quite akin to Hope Gap of a middle-aged woman going through a crisis in a comedic, dramatic thing. So a good double bill. You can match those up. Just a little bit of puzzle or whatever. Two dramedies. Yeah. Yeah. All these these trope films. And then we have something that we had booked before in March and just missed out on because we went into lockdown is the 1985 World War II film Come and See. Oh, yeah. Which people, fun for the whole family. Fun for the whole yeah, family. Hilarious film. And it's one of those films where it's... Have you seen it, Andrew? No, and no. I'm going to come and see it because I've... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Here we go. Like the um, greatest because, war yeah, film like, ever. Like I hear it's it's a masterpiece. 
Because I could just watch it at home, yeah, but I'd rather yeah, see same. it on the big screen. Not the same. And that is like, it's the argument that keeps a business like us going is anytime we show a retro film, you could just watch it at home. But there's something about coming out to see it. It's like listening to your favorite band at home or watching them live. There, yeah. There's a difference there. So yeah, so that's our third film. Our fourth film, a little more fun, a little more genre. Well, I hope so. <laughs> is Train to Busan. I think it's just called Peninsula. It, yeah, it is. But but the poster is Train to Busan presents Peninsula. It feels like a Harley Quinn Birds of Prey like missed opportunity. That yeah. I'm like, normally, I don't really like the a Star Wars story thing, but I'm like, there's going to be thousands of people who have no clue this has anything to do with Train to Busan, which they loved. That's why I think it's a good marketing tool. Like That's why I think... It's a movie presenting another movie. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Poster, yeah. but then you can leave it once they're in the cinema. You got them, so yeah, then you true. can put whatever. I think I said before, but like the recent Halloween movie on the poster, call it Halloween, mm-hmm. and then in the movie, you should have called it something else, just to avoid confusion, weirdness. When it's on a video store shelf, you're gonna have Halloween, Halloween, and Halloween all okay. beside each other. What's a video store? You know, I mean, oh. <laughs> Halloween presents Halloween. But oh, this man. is this is <laughs> I, I loved that. Train to Busan. I would say it's a top 10 zombie movie, and I so don't good. say that lightly. Like, yeah. I've seen, God, 100 zombie movies probably. And what I like about this, from what I've read, is that the director also did, which I haven't seen, did a anime feature. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, Soul Station. So there are three different zombie movies, kind of George Romero style, with different characters in the same world, mm-hmm. but they're all very different. They're slightly different subgenres within the genre. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I think it'll be fun kind of avoided a lot about i didn't even watch the trailer like it's i don't yeah it's it's one of my most anticipated movies but i also like i don't expect it to be as good as train to busan because like i mean that that was just lightning in a bottle yeah i I hope it is as good but it's got some good reviews and it's one of those movies that is a brand new movie is one of these handful of films that we're still getting even with that weird giant gap in production Mm -hmm. and distribution that we have just had but yeah it is a 2020 film it's interesting that we're still getting like three out of four of our films this week are new films mm-hmm. that we kind of would have been playing probably anyways right around now. We're still getting that. I think it's just evidence. I've realized it's evidence that there's so many movies made. Mm-hmm. Like you think of how many festivals there are. Virtual TIFF is on right now. They've probably got, oh, man. what, like 300 films? God, I didn't even know TIFF was on right now. Yeah, That's... and we're not going to play them all. Like, yeah. There's never a shortage it's bad for people in film production when there's a big break, but we're not going to run out. Like, no. you're not going to run out of entertainment. No, it's it's weird, and I don't really understand because I think Antebellum is out on VOD tomorrow, but it's been in theaters maybe, and I, like I'm getting so confused now with some stuff that's oh, getting yeah. a limited release, and then it's VOD or it's day of. It's weird, but well, and now there's weird country things, right? Where yeah, the states didn't get some stuff. The one I know because I really want to see it is. The States didn't get SpongeBob SquarePants. (laughs) Canada got SpongeBob SquarePants, but then it's going to come out on VOD and then it's going to come out on whatever. But if SpongeBob had come out last fall, Mm -hmm. it would have just got his giant wide release, made $100 million. Like the first two did very, very well. Everything's all weird now. Even now, like I think Tenet just made like... I think it's 20. 20. I think, yeah. Cost 200. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's just like, well... But then vice versa. I think... Bill and Ted Face the Music, which I just loved, cost about 20, mm-hmm. is going to get this tiny little COVID release. But then I think is going to have a fairly loyal base who will VOD it and buy a Blu-ray. Yeah. And then it'll go onto Netflix and whatever. And so it's not bad. Like, it, that's not the worst thing in the world. And I'm curious how that will affect the long run of that. Because kind of if you're in the know about movies, it's like it's easier to make a 
ten million dollar movie like Blumhouse Halloween mm-hmm. or a two hundred million dollar movie like Star Wars, it's hard to make a fifty million dollar movie because they're like a little movie will make a bit of money, a big movie will make a lot of money, but those fifty forty million dollar movies will make forty fifty million dollars. So we have this weird giant divide now mm-hmm. of Blumhouse doing great doing all these tiny films and Marvel and Star Wars doing great doing all their big films. But that weird in between, and that's why it was so hard for them to make a movie like Bill and Ted because they knew they couldn't get two hundred million dollars, yeah. but they knew they needed more than ten million dollars. So it's this weird limbo. So maybe in the years upcoming, we'll see a lot more studios going, "Okay, we're going to make ten twenty million dollar movies versus one two hundred million dollar movie." Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It's nice too because I mean I think the video on demand release for that was I think twenty dollars or something like that like was a bit higher right. than some of them have been so that probably will help it break even even that much faster yeah and you just think it's going to remind me because I'm cheap and I always kind of like <laughs> balk at these prices for VOD movies <laughs> I could see that free at my own theater <laughs> yeah but if you're a couple living at home and you like Bill and Ted mm-hmm. and you VOD Bill and Ted and it's twenty dollars. And you're in a city that doesn't have the Mayfair. Right. You're like, that's not bad. No, you know? yeah, because I mean, you're going to pay more than that anyways. Like, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, maybe you were. Yeah, here, what have we done? Okay. Even, yeah, if I go to a different so theater. if you're single, it's, it's not worth it. Yeah, exactly. No, no. If you're some loser sitting at home. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's who's coming to our movies like Bill and Ted. We'll see again tonight is it's people who are wise about the rules, mm-hmm. not too afraid about coming out and supporting a movie that has already been at the multiplex that's yeah. always interesting so yeah i like the people that wait and see it yeah i want to say properly like <laughs> you yeah. didn't really see it if you not somewhere yeah. else it's got to be here okay let's wrap this up we've done it again it, yeah. we're, we're running long it's perfect thanks very much for listening everybody hope everybody's doing okay out there it's it's weird yeah and we hope we have goodish news next week yeah. we don't know but uh stay tuned we're on mayfairtheater.ca twitter instagram facebook And you can visit our friends at House of Targ, hopefully, this weekend while they're open as well. Stay tuned to their website as well for updates. And we'll be back next week. We do know our movies for next week. It's, I will quickly say, it's They Live, Barbarella, the new David Copperfield film, and the new... Radioactive? Radioactive. Oh, yeah. uh, Mary Curry film. Mary Curry film. uh, Gone Girl star. Gone Girl star. Come on, you can do it. Ben no, Affleck. He's no, not, he's Ben Affleck. You're gonna yell at after this is over. Yeah, so that's a that will hopefully be the four movies we're playing next week if we're not in a world back in bunkers. We shall see. Well, yeah, well, we'll see. One day at a time. Happy thoughts. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye bye. We should really troll that guy by playing Clue as our secret cinema, and then he finds out later. He's like, "You told me you weren't gonna play it." Every person in this room has the perfect motive. Stand back! For murder. What do you mean? Murder. But only one of these suspects is the murderer. Is it the timid Mr. Green? Why are you screaming? Because I'm frightened! What? Screaming! Or the militant Colonel Mustard? Oh, if I was the killer, I would kill you next. Huh? Set F. Mrs. White, who helped her husband on his way. What's the matter of life after death? Now that he's dead, I have a life. Ah! Miss Scarlet, who's helped many men along the way. Practice makes perfect. Professor Plum, who's looking for a way. I'm looking, I'm looking. Mrs. Peacock. I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, but I am determined to enjoy myself. Or did the butler do it? No. 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 Paramount Pictures invites you to an evening of mystery. Let us in! Let us in! Let us out! Let us out!
murder. This is getting quite serious. And madness. <laughs> In the movie that makes a scene of the crime. Clue, it's not just a game anymore.